Fanatics podcast, where we tell you everything you need to know about the round previously and what else is happening in the AFL. My name is Riley and my co-host is Cooper. Say hello, Cooper. Yes, g'day everyone. I'm excited for the podcast ahead. I'm hoping it'll be a nice one. Let's get straight into it and review the round that's just gone. Yes, so we'll start off with Thursday night's match yes. between Richmond and Hawthorne. Yep, that's it. What were your thoughts on that, Shady? Oh, I'll probably... I'll, everyone expected Richmond to come in there and probably not flog them, but win. So a good win from Hawthorne. Really, really good win from them. Really surprising. Happy with... Um, just Richmond were really sloppy. Do you think the same? Yeah, Richmond were extremely sloppy, yeah, they just weren't clicking like they usually do, and Hawthorne, yeah, got off to a great start, were all over them, and Isaac Smith started off very well with 17 touches in about 20 minutes of play. Yeah, so what are your what are your grades for each team there? Uh, my team ratings or grades for each team is Richmond, a D, and... Actually, I'll go with D minus and Hawthorne a B plus. Richmond an E for me. They need they need to step up home ground. Well, pretty much home ground, and just need to step up. Like why they they can't lose against thirty two when they're the, easily the favourites. So an E plus for Richmond and probably a B B plus for Hawthorne there. On to Friday night's game, which was between the Western Bulldogs and GWS. Yeah. Doggies, another upset. Uh, yeah, very fiery game there. A lot of, a couple big sparks. One a huge, um, bit of biffo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, doggies starting zero two. I needed to win this match, and they they did. They had they had a pretty good match. Where good stuff to stand up to the game, and just get the win. What they needed. Yeah, the doggies had good intensity. It was a bit of a scrappy match, but still not bad to watch. Yeah, GWS just couldn't get themselves back in the game late. It's hard for teams to get back in the game with these uh, longer quarters, don't you find that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely agree with that one because, yeah, they can't just, once you fall behind, you can't catch up really fast. No, yeah. Yeah, so the ratings I would give them both would probably be Giants, D, and then probably dogs a B. Yeah, I'll give the same ratings there with the doggies a B and GWS a D. Uh, On to the weekend's matches. You can start us off there, Cooper. Yeah, another, another disappointing uh, loss from, oh, sorry, another shock of the round. That's three, three games in a row probably. A lot of tippers got wrong. Sydney beating North by 11 points. It was a good game. Uh, it was actually a good game to watch. What are your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, it was a good game to watch, yeah. Um, I love that handball over the head by Tom Papley that led to a goal. I thought that was just great. Um, yeah, Sydney went well without, obviously without Buddy Franklin. Imagine putting him in that side, kicking an extra three or four goals each game. Yeah, Sydney... Not a, they wouldn't. They'd be a pretty good side if they had him. Imagine if Buddy could have played all these years with no injuries. But back onto the game, yeah. North Melbourne falling behind a bit, back into their old form. Yeah, I feel like just Sydney were just the cleaner, and then they gave a pretty good red hat crack at the end. But North, 
Everton to the better team overall. I'll, yep. Yeah, I'd probably give them a B and probably North a C. I'll give North a C minus and a B plus for Sydney. I thought you summed that up really well, what you said there. Yeah. So we'll go over to your your pies. Standing their dominance in the competition at the moment. Smashed St Kilda, which St Kilda, we thought we can go in there and give Collingwood a nice challenge, but didn't turn out that way, did it? Uh, no, it didn't, yeah. But I wouldn't quite say dominance, but yes, we have been quite clinical the last few rounds. Obviously, drawing against Richmond, but apart from that, yeah, we've been pretty good. Um, I thought... We had a great first half, but we never seem to smash teams. We can't really put them away. We oh, always just win by like 20 or 30 points. 44 points is pretty good effort. Yeah, 44 points, pretty nice. But we had the potential to really blow them out yeah, of the Jerusalem. water and St Kilda disappointing. Yeah. Um, my growth for St Kilda got to be, I mean, leading up to the game, they thought high expectations we're going to win this so it'll probably be a D minus and Collingwood I'll give him a B plus well done good good performance from the boys I'll give Collingwood a B and St Kilda uh, just a D alright we'll go to this first Saturday night match another upset of the round uh, close game in the end Carlton just hanging on by a throw uh, rope what do you reckon about that one Hanging on by a thread, I think, is the word you were looking oh, for. Yes. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Um, yeah, I thought they, yeah, they just held on there. <laughs> Sorry about the laughter. Yeah, they just held on, obviously. They got off to a great start and Geelong came back late. But I've been very unimpressed with how Colton can't finish off games. But overall, yeah. it was a good effort by them. Yes. But there were some big mistakes by Geelong players uh, down towards the narrow end of the game, which really cost them. Yeah, re- really good performance from Carlton um, from, uh, from last week. Obviously, another close loss, and now they get it, now they get that win back. Probably should have held on a bit longer and probably got a bigger margin, but they held on. And they got the four points. Well done, and I'll probably give them a B, a B, because I feel like if they held on to their lead, it would be probably an A, but it's a B for me, and Geelong, D, D minus. Uh, I'm going to give Geelong, yeah, an E minus, but I'm going to give Colton a A minus. I thought, just, you didn't think they were going to go in there and win. A win's a win in AFL, and so I'm going to give them an A minus. Alrighty. So now we have the other... Saturday night match. I was, I was liked. I like watching this. Brisbane came out and stood their dominance. A thirty-point win over West Coast, which is pretty hard to do at the Gabba. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, they definitely did show their dominance there. Um, yeah, thirty-point win in the end. Bit surprising because I was mostly watching the Colt match turn it over and then they were up by 30 points. But West Coast, yeah, disappointing again. I thought Nick Nat Nui played really well, but the midfield and back line and the floor, the whole team wasn't functioning very well at all there. Yeah, very disappointing. Yeah, also, young mid, uh, young Brisbane Lions midfield really stood up and showing them older. West Coast Eagles midfields, how, how it's done, which I yes, thought was great. they great. really did. 
yeah, I'm going to give a Brisbane a solid A this week and West Coast a D, another D. Now, on to the Sunday games, and obviously the Essendon versus Melbourne game had to be postponed due to Connor McKenna getting the coronavirus or COVID-19, so... Thoughts go out to him. Hopefully, he's going okay. I've heard it's only a mild coronavirus, so hopefully, he's going to be fine. And hopefully, he doesn't put the AFL in jeopardy. He's been copying a lot of whack, but I stand behind him and um, show my support for him. Yeah, we'll start off with a massive, massive win for Galcos. They are starting to get into the AFL, starting to creep their way up to the finals. They're all there in the finals now, but. Obviously, it's not going to stay that way. But, yeah, your thoughts? They're definitely, yeah, they're definitely starting to show a glimpse of what they could become. It's quite, it's, they're making their run quite late in their um, AFL, um, in be, um, while being in the AFL, but it's better late than never. So if they can keep this up, they could really be on the brink of finals, maybe, if they can keep it up. I don't think they will, but... There is a very small chance, and yeah, well, yeah, I don't no. think in any of their years they've really been competing, even in contention of a final spot. It is 2020. Yes, new decade, new things could happen. Yeah. You never uh, know, but yeah, Adelaide just disappointing. terrible again. I'm going to have to give them an E, and I'm giving Gold Coast an A+. Same for me, E and A+, yeah, perfectly. And we'll go to the final game, unfortunately. It yes, it was a very late one, 8-10. 8-10, yeah, because they had to play both Metricon games, which was very Yes, unusual, very bizarre. But that's what had to be done. And Port got the win in the end by 29 points. Probably, I reckon they deserved it a bit more in the end. There was really dominance in the second half, and it was a good win for them. Uh, yes, yeah, Port Adelaide really showed... Um, Fremantle up in that yeah last half as you said but they got off to a good start Fremantle did but couldn't finish off there were a few injuries in that match as well yeah uh, my grade for Port's got to be B solid and Dockers just a D plus yeah, yeah I'm going to give the Dockers a D and I'll give Port Adelaide a B alright let's move on to one of my favourite segments probably for the podcast, oh, I reckon the eye-catching moment of Yes, the, the eye-catching moment is a good one. I'll let you start off, Cooper. All right, my, an eye-catching moment is just a, a moment where you say, wow, that's a good play. And a lot of people probably going to expect this, but Darcy McPherson's goal, there is no way he meant that, but he got it. And it was just absolutely brilliant. Easily one of the contenders for goal of the year. Darcy McPherson, really, really, really good goal. I don't know how he did it. He didn't even mean it, but good and on it him. It was definitely just a kick and hope, and it just sailed through the goals. Yeah, I think he was trying to centre it, to be honest, but it just just yeah, flew through the goals. off the boot a bit, mm. but he'll take credit for that. And on to my eye-catching moment, and it has to go to Cam Rayner, the youngster, with the run-down tackle on Shannon Hearn. It made the 10 of the top 10 plays of the round, and I just thought it was beautiful, the young fella running down the older person in Shannon Hearn. Oh, it was a great tackle, and it really, yeah, got him up and going, but yeah. thank you for the Brisbane Lions. 
yeah, these clips will be on our Instagram if you want to go have a look. Alright, we'll go over to the, our next segment for the Supercoach Watchers. We're going to have a little review, not it, and we're just going to review our good plays and our bad plays in our team and our score. Do you want to start off with me, or...? Uh, you can start off. Alright, it was... I was on track for a really good score. Unfortunately, I did have four pretty decent plays in the Melbourne Vest Essendon one, so that's probably what put me off in the end. But I did get a pretty average score of 1,865, saying that I did have Tom Cutler, Devin Smith, Pickett, K. Pickett, don't know how to say his first name, sorry, and Christian... Kasaya Pickett, I'm Kasaya, pretty sure. Yep, yeah, that's it, Kasaya, yep. And Christian Petrarca, four pretty decent players, apart from the Pickett, other uh, pretty decent players out. But the real dominance in my team were... Jack Crisp, I think he should get him in there. He's starting to work his way in the hundreds now. Two weeks in a row getting in the hundred. 114 from Crisp. Now, Sicily, I put him in my team last week. I did tr- trade it in. 128, risk, and a risk taken well. Also, Jack Martin from Colton. I reckon he should mid-ranged, and it's looking like he's going to be worth it. 127 this week. Now, what well, I was That re- is very nice. Now, what I was really impressed with, Neil, I said, I'm going to make him captain. Instead of Grundy, I've been going safe every week, going with Grundy. And I went Neil, and it paid off for me. 332 points. Obviously, 116... Sorry. So that's just really, really, really good stuff from Neil. Really happy with that one. 332 points. That's that's really well. And and I had Doherty and Cripps. Both 122, 123. Raoul again. If you don't have him in team, you may as well delete server coach, to be honest. Why wouldn't you? 141 points. And my main dominance. No really bad scores this week. We had probably Darcy Cameron, 28, and Max King, 51. But apart from that, pretty happy with my team. Pretty happy at... Pretty happy, yeah. Let's move over to On to my team. I scored 1,941 points. Well done. Um, I was in the top 11%. Um, I was a bit of an up and down round for some of my players. So luckily, my stars, well, most of my stars performed and that made up for some of my um, lower tier players who didn't fire. So Brendan Starkovich got 89 points for him, not bad. John Noble, 64. Zach Bailey, a new inclusion, only 59. Jack Lacosha, 72. Rory led 107. Yeah, yeah. That really went up. When I checked, it was down a lot lower. Well, Shannon Hearn, 89. Matt Rowe, 141. Chad Wingard, 122. Jai Sidkin, 140. Marcus Pontempelli, 97. Paddy Cripps, 123. Lockie Neal, 166. Tim, Tim English? Yeah. 120, uh, Brody Grundy 206, Max King 51, Ben Ainsworth 101, Robbie Gray 71, Isaac Heaney 123. Robbie Gray just hasn't shown enough for oh, me so far. Do you have him in your team? Yep. Oh no, oh no. He but, has had some yeah, so now. I thought I had a pretty good round. A lot of players over the 120 marks, so I was happy with that. Uh, my possible trade out for next round, like I said, maybe Robbie Gray or. Uh, Shannon Hearn, mate. Yeah. Well, okay, but you're worth quite a bit of money. You get 
quite old, so you may be getting the boot as well. Now, I feel like people who have Brad Hill, you'll probably want to trade him out. But trust me, I feel like he's worth it. Don't trade Brad Hill out. He's going to have a cracker game. Trust me on this. So the Brad Hill watchers out there, he's going to have a cracker game. Keep him in. Keep that in mind, super coaches. Oh, trust me. Is that what you say? Super coaches? Super coach. That sounds, a bit, that sounds a bit cheesy, but <laughs> anyway. All right, should we move on to our next segment? Yes, the best individual player. Um, I'll start off. Yeah, um, go ahead. I'm going to go Matty Rowell well, again. Yeah. Um, had a great game. He's just leading the midfield there for the Gold Coast Suns. Once again, rallied his troops. Had another great game. He's just going to be a star in this league. He's just yeah. a class player and, yeah, just played very well again. Yeah, so we said, watch out. The next 15 years are going to be an absolute show for him. He's going to enjoy his life. I reckon he's going to be the next one. Probably he's probably one million, another $1 million player in my eyes. He's going to be the next Brownlow medalist. He's going to be a star, absolute star. Next Brownlow medalist. Oh, well, I don't one, think sorry, you Next Sorry, year I, mean, that. I, can't, I reckon three years. Three years. He could be one. Maybe. Yep, I reckon about the same amount of time as well. But the trouble is he's on the Gold Coast Sun, so you got to think. Yeah, but they're on the merge. But, yeah, same. They are on the up. They are on the up. That might not last long. All right, shall, shall we move to mine? So, yes, we shall. One of my favourite, probably my favourite player in the AFL at the moment, Lockie Neal. He's an absolute star. Brownlow medalist this year. Brownlow medal 2020. He's going to be the Brownlow medalist. Thirty, Another 32 disposals in, in the West Coast. Two goals, seven tackles, six clearances, 166 super coach points. He was just all class against West Coast. He was all class. He just always found, found the ball. And when he got the ball, he was just always kicking to the right target. He is a star, in my opinion. An absolute star. Yes, great pick there. Yeah, all right. We... As we move on to the segment. My favourite segment, in, in my opinion, because they get to watch you rage. It's called yes, Riley Rage. Rages. The people who know me know that I'm a bit of a rager, so this is my forte. Let's get it going. Go so, ahead. take the show. So long. What the hell are you doing? You let Colton waltz in to GMHBA Stadium and you let yourselves get absolutely smoked out of the gates. What he is doing, absolutely terrible. Just come back late. But huge errors. Gary Ablett missing a crucial shot goal 20 metres out, mate. Oh, boy. An eight-year-old could probably kick that if they were one of the best in the league. Oh, boy. Also... Asaba Radagalia, <laughs> Tom Hawkins shot on goal. That's going to go through. And you just jump up and double oh, fist it. What lady. are you doing, son? That's one of the biggest brain fades I've ever seen. Kane Corns wasn't happy with it either. But I'm even more furious. And on to Brian Myers. What's he doing? Taking the advantage. He didn't even... Oh. He'd hardly look because he couldn't see what was on... Who was near the goals? And Sam Doherty just swallows up and says, "I'll, I'll spoil that over the goal line. Another wasted chance. Geelong, what 
Start with the uh, Thursday night match, I believe. Ah, uh, the Thursday night match. Um, yes. So we have Sydney versus Bulldogs, twenty sixteen grand final rematch. Sydney versus Bulldogs. I reckon yes. this is going to be a good one. Twenty sixteen grand final rematch. Um, I reckon, considering it's played at the SCG, I reckon the Sydney Swans are going to have two wins in a row over the. Who are still going to be suffering? I reckon the I reckon the doggies are going to have two wins in a row and two come out there and just have a close win. Nothing too big, just a nice close, around ten point margin win for the doggies. Now on Friday night, um, your pies. Yes, playing at Giant Stadium, mm-hmm. GWS versus Collingwood. Now I don't really have to think much about this. I've never tipped against Collingwood since. Well, never has ever since I started tipping in probably 2010, so I'm not going to tip against him. Collingwood for the win. Well, honestly, I think this could go either way. I'm probably going to play it safe and go Collingwood, but I feel like Giants could come out in the win. It's going to be either way. It's going to they be close very one. well could do that, yes. It's going to be a close one. I'm going to go safe with Collingwood, though. At the on to Saturday, uh, 1.45, Port Adelaide oh, versus West Coast. Had some one. classics. Looking forward to this one. I can't, yes. I'll, what do you reckon, it's Port? It's a huge game between a team in Port Adelaide who been really good early, unbeaten, versus a team in West Coast who are struggling extremely. Yes, boy, this is going to be... I'm going to tip Port Adelaide, yes, and that's no one's home ground or anything, but I just reckon Port Adelaide will get the victory again and West Coast will be sent into absolute... Oh, boy, they're going to be in denial. Port are the only team 3-0 at the moment, and I think West Coast will break it too good in the end. I know West Coast haven't been showing anything at the moment, but I feel like... Yeah, Adam, Adam I think you're absolutely would... crazy. Oh, what? I think half the viewers here would say, yeah, West Coast are going to come back and win. What, like 10 viewers? <sighs> oh, all right, let's... All right, key to the podcast, but we're building it up. We're building it up. Let's let's move to the next match we have. The Kilda versus Kilda Richmond, versus I believe, Richmond. at yeah. Marvel. This will be an interesting game, a very interesting yeah. game. Interesting. Richmond will go out there and pound it. That's silly. You think it's an interesting game? Yes, I do. Oh, boy. 
think. I reckon it's going to be an interesting game, but I still reckon Richmond are going to get the win. Richmond are coming out there and go, we've been the the better team the last three years. We're one of the best teams. And they'll come out there and get a comfortable 30-plus victory. Now your mob, Essendon up against Cobb now. Hopefully there's no other um, outs apart from Conor McKenna. Fingers crossed so we can have a fair match between the two clubs. Two of the oldest clubs in the AFL. Yeah, well, if, if we have our full health players, but McKenna, obviously, Bombers will go out there and win. But if that's not the case and we miss eight to ten of the best plays in the best 22, then we have to go to the VFL side and reserves. I don't know. But I still think they're a crack if we have to get rid of their eight players. I still reckon Essendon will win either way. Oh, thank you. Oh, I think you've got good. a fair bit of depth in your side. That's good. I reckon you will come away with a W. Geez, another good game here. There's a lot of good oh, games. yeah. West, I mean, not West Coast, Gold Coast versus Fremantle. Another, another very intriguing matchup. Oh, I reckon Gold Coast. Another win for them. Another win. And they would go probably the second, I reckon. Third right now. They could go up to top two if they win this match. Mm, they really could. Wow. And Fremantle struggling at 17th on the ladder. And I reckon Gold Coast are going to get it over. Fremantle just stru- are just struggling big time. They just mm. really need another big superstar around Fife and Walters. And they're just, well, they can't get it now. And I'm not sure what they've got ahead for them in free agency next year and the trade period. The next match, Brisbane versus Adelaide. Um, I reckon that speaks for itself. Brisbane absolutely going to smash Adelaide. I reckon they could be in for an 80-point win, which is a huge win with these quarter lengths. Yeah, well, yeah, Brisbane really in red-hot form at the moment. Adelaide in not red-hot form, I'll tell you, the opposite. They're stone cold. Yeah, Brisbane, easy win for them. Yeah, at the Gabba as well, just a nice, easy win. Now, a strange time for a match at... MCG, but this is the type of times we've been having these matches on in the afternoons now. Three thirty-five starts. I'm used to the three twenty starts. It's a bit to get used to, but Melbourne versus Geelong, which will be another pretty good game. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be another easy week for the tippers. It's gonna, gosh, the the AFL have really bamboozled us early. Yeah, Geelong in a bit of pressure. If they don't win this, I'll tell you that Chris Scott is going to get mad. And the press conference is going to get mad because they're already, yes. they're already mad at them. Mm, yes, but I reckon Geelong will get the win. Yeah, I reckon Geelong will get the win. If they don't, they're coming some strife. Their fans are going to get angry, but I reckon they'll get the win. And the last match of the round, the blockbuster between Hawthorne and North Melbourne. A great game to finish off the round. Obviously, we've had some good games in the past. You just get a good vibe between Hawthorne and yeah. North Melbourne, don't you? Yeah, and another weird time as well. 6.05pm, that's big time. 6.05 start, yeah. Um, yeah, but I reckon oh, Hawthorne, Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawthorne, I'm going Hawthorne way. Hawthorne will get the win. North will go 0-2 after getting 2-0. Yes, I reckon... I reckon it's going to be the same. So that wraps up our podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed our first ever Footy Fanatics podcast. Uh, Tune in next week around the same time for the recap of round four. All right, thank you.